Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 28 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week's guest is a man who tasted more big race success at Shelburne Park on Saturday night. And that, of course, is Cork trainer Karen Lynch. Karen, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Barry Horting. Very well. Look, I suppose we, we'll start by congratulating you on that wonderful success within for a penny um, at Shelburne Park on Saturday night. Thanks very much, Barry. Yeah, it is. Fantastic start off the year, so right. So we'll take it, we'll take it. Yeah, wonderful start to the year. And just tell us a bit about him for a penny and how you came across the ground, Karen. Yeah, Paul Matthews rang me, um, I suppose four, four or five weeks before the laurels. He said, David, he thinks he's a dog good enough to win the laurels, so he sent him down. Um, and I suppose we just didn't have him 100% probably for the laurels. He won the first round and Probably was very unlucky to be eliminated out of the second round. Um, through top five, if I think I'm right, uh, in the second round, and was just very unlucky. Didn't just got was looked like he was going to take the the, the front, and he got balked badly, balked, and that was him in the laurels. But um, look, he continued. He won a, a sprint in Cork, and he went to Tralee, and he competed in the Kingdom Derby. Uh, was eliminated in the semi-final and came back to um, he won another race in Cork was beaten and then he won a race in Cork and we decided to run him in the Gold Cup then Yeah very good and of course look he, he ran with credit a lot of credit really in the in the Lords and Kingdom Derby because I think the Kingdom Derby this year was a, a really competitive affair and, and just in terms of that winning in Cork did that cement his place in the Gold Cup if he had got beaten in Cork would you have been still going? He he was he like um, he was running Cork on the Saturday night and um, the car was postponed due to frozen track so that was put on the Tuesday night and wasn't ideal really like you know I I, I wouldn't be a man to run a dog five days later um, in a fight to five again if you know what I mean I I'd, I'd like to see him have their seven or eight days normally um, but look I suppose they walked out you know but the first night he ran there um, he was beaten and didn't stay great and I, I put that down to tiredness you know I put that down to tiredness so um, no I was happy enough and no the Kingdom Derby was a super event this year a super event I think it's a super event every year I actually love going down to it and I think it's a super event and very well run down there yeah most definitely and look he, he's a greyhound that has maintained his form really well since he, he's joined your kennel and I, I'm sure the, the 28-28 winning performance in the Gold Cup um, you got great satisfaction out of that yeah, it didn't kind of come as a surprise, Barry, to be honest, that he did that clock because um, he had a couple of very smart runs done, even though he won in Cork in 28.51, I think. That was that was probably a 28.20 run, you know, the track wasn't, you know, summer going, tracks are tough at the moment and, and um, no, I was thrilled with it, thrilled, absolutely thrilled. And talk to us about the big final on Saturday night, Karen. of course you were in Cork, you were the winner in, in Curraheen Park as well, but um, it was another big occasion, of course, all these finals are big occasions for kennels. They are, they're huge, huge occasion, but again, you, you try not to um, think too much about it, you know, if you do, you can go, it'll drive you around the twist, you know, so, um, no, I, I was lucky enough, I suppose, I was due to have a dog running the same probably couple of minutes after in for a penny, but Cork, Cork got delayed, so I must have been the only man in Cork that was thrilled that it was delayed because I was able to sit down and watch RPTV, so I was delighted with that, you know, I was able to sit in the van and 
I suppose it would have been a lot easier to be in Dublin because my heart was in my mouth when he didn't break and uh, when he took up the running then and was passing in I was kind of I was a bit uh, bit disappointed you know I was like that's off gone anyhow but no it was great to see him battling back you know it reminded me of Rocky Bay Foley when he was last Laurel's yeah exactly and um, Conor Motherway of course on, on duty for you as well I'm sure he got a, a great thrill out of that as well yeah Conor Connor's a great guy you know he's he's a great guy, a great hand to me you know if he's not working and he's free he he's always offers services you know and you only need ring Connor and he'll with a heart and a half he'll go and and you know you know yourself that the dog is going to be looked after 120% he's, he's brilliant with him you know yeah, and b- before we move on, in just in terms of in for a penny, what'll be next uh, for the very talented ground? Um, being a, I'll be straight out with you. I haven't decided yet. You know, he's he's lying here now with four. I'm actually looking to the kennel in here now, and four legs are up in the air. So, um, I don't know, Barry. Look, this week has been bad weather, so I'm not going to rush him. Rush him now for a week, a couple of weeks, and then we'll see. Then you know he might, he won't even get a gallop this week. He's going to lie in his bed for this week now, and and we'll see then after that. Mighty stuff. And um, just in terms of your own training career, Karen, take us back to the very start. Of course, we we know your father has um, you know been a big part of the operation as well over the years, and uh, another passionate greyhound man. Yeah, huge greyhound man. You know, dad, dad still helps me in the kennel. We gallop together. We. We go through different dogs together, you know, we we discuss everything, every com- conversation about our farming, dogs, hurling, and back to dogs again, you know, or even the small legs. But that's always our conversation with dogs, what do we what do we gallop today? Or, you know, it's it's just, um, it is the two of us really, and it's it's fabulous, you know, that we're able to get that. But um, going back to, uh, I suppose, when we started dogs, I was always travelling to the track with Dad when I was small, and I suppose we've great memories of going to Yall and Cork, and I suppose starting off training, I suppose was really my main success. Probably came in Yall, you know, it's where I got most of my winners was down in Yall, and we had great times down there. And um, we kind of moved on to Cork then when the SAS came in. You know, no, we were probably gone before the SAS came to Yall, but um, no, look. Um, ground memories will always be there and I hope my own small young fellas will have them same memories you know because I, I was I loved ground racing and, and um, I always will yeah and uh, fantastic I suppose way of growing up hitting along to the tracks and being part of an operation at home it's a real bond I would imagine uh, between yourself and your father like it is for, for many people all over the country it is like you know I remember I remember there were some nights dad would be heading off to Cork on a it used to be Monday night, Wednesday night in Cork that time, the old track in Cork and I remember trying to get into the back of the car, you'd be you'd be lying down behind the seat of the car and trying to go to the track on a school night and next thing dad or mum would cop in and say, Get out of the car, you know. Um so you you wouldn't be allowed to go, you'd have to you'd have to you'd have to get back uh, back into bed or back up to school. But no, my my younger brother Billy would have been the same. He would have been mad for the dogs when he was younger but he, he he still would be but not as much and Frank the older brother would have been would have been mad for the dogs but uh, they'd take interest but they wouldn't have the same interest as me or dad you know yeah and of course you were I suppose banging into winners you were um, big tally of winners you know prior to, to I suppose being in in the big big um, limelight with the likes of Rocky Bay Foley and Kill McDonough but Rocky Bay Foley was a greyhound that came along and he, he really put you on the map he did, he did, he did. Foley look was a, a superstar, and um, he's he's the pride of the place around here. You know, we 
everything like anyone asks me about a dog it's, it's always going to be Rocky Bay Foley and that, that's no disrespect to any dog because he's, he's the one that gave me my first major one you know and um, I probably should rephrase that gave the kennel the first um, big success because uh, it was just incredible you know the scenes that night were just incredible Yeah take us back to the, the, the first Laurel's victory it was a night I, I certainly won't forget it was um, one of these real real special nights at Curryheen Park it was, it was, it was, it was tremendous. You know, we had uh, Rocky Bear Rover in the final. We were looking up to have two in the final, and it was a huge event. You know, like we had tasted laurels before that. We got a dog park at just two laurels final. Probably wasn't wasn't near the caliber to win it. He was a nice dog, but he wasn't uh, as good. So to go into a final with a with a real chance was 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 incredible. You know, and the atmosphere that night. I remember walking down the track. It was just electrifying. You know, and um, it was just, it was just a real, real memory that I'll never forget. Yeah, and to come back and win it the second time, Karen. And in fairness, like you really campaigned that dog so well. Um, you know, in in I suppose his final year of greyhound racing. Yeah, I suppose there was always the temptation, Barry, to take him here and there during the year. You know, for other events, like you know, we we tempted with Dundalk. You know, we tempted to take him up to Shelburne for a couple of open races and. Like, as Dad always used to say to me, like he said, "What's the one we want to win again?" And it was the laurels again. So we kind of, we always, we always had it in our head. So we tipped them away nicely. And like, if I showed people the the trials he used to do in Cork, like were just, it was just frightening, you know, the what he used to do. You know, I don't know did he ever do a bad trial. Yeah, unbelievable. And the, the the second of his laurels win, you know, another famous night at Curraheen Park, crossing the line and, and not knowing what had won it, like short head the margin. It it's fairy tale stuff really. It was, it was. It was one of those nights again where I think where I think John Slyne was looking down them and I think he actually gave him an old I think he might have twisted his tail to push him over the line, you know. It was um, it was fabulous, you know. It, it was no, it was a great occasion. Great occasion again, like, you know, to win back to back laurels is like it's you know, um, yeah, it was it was just unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, and then of course, 2019, Kill McDonough, another star and another greyhound that will be remem- remembered for for many years to come. Just an incredible, incredible achievement, Sam, throughout the year. And your record in these big race finals is quite impressive, Karen. Yeah, it is. You know, um, probably a bit disappointed in the Derby final. You know, she was probably gone a bit flat. She was probably gone a bit tired and. That was the one. That was the one downer, you know. That if she had been running like she had in the previous round, she would have been very close because the way the final panned out, she could have been there, thereabouts, you know. But it, it just, it just all came too soon for you know. And look, it, it was in a great year because we hadn't planned even running her in the Derby, you know. And she just took off after the the Oaks final in Limerick. She just started running unbelievable. I knew, I knew when we took her to Shelburne for the first round of the Oaks. She shouldn't like if anyone looks back on her video. She shouldn't actually qualify the first night because she drew six, and I suppose she must have hit everything in the race. And how she qualified that night, and um, like of all her success, that's that's the race that always pinpoint that always stands in my mind the way she won that, or way sorry the way she finished third. Sorry, Barry. Yeah, and of course she was getting great support as well. You, you filled many greyhound stadiums with Kill McDonough over that um, glor- glorious period of success. Yeah, I suppose we're very lucky she's not running these times in Barry because I think the boys would be after knocking the fence to get into watch her. But um, no, they did. No, in fairness, I think they left uh, 
they left a lot of barracks fairly well empty up in up in Shelburne and Dundalk and and Limerick and these places, you know. But and and Corraheen, but um, no, great lads, great lads, and and they really they really enjoyed themselves. Yeah, it must be great too for for yourself, your kennel, and of course your your young family as well to have the likes of Kill McDonald and Rocky Bay Foley at home at the moment. Yeah, it's absolutely fabulous, you know. Um, like uh, as I said before, Kill McDonald is heavy in pop now to Bally Macbeth and like we're counting down the days for her to pop and um, yeah she's just she's just no pet you know she's the lads love her my three lads love her or two lads really I suppose the younger fellas we tried to keep him away he's a bit too young but no it's, it's great to have the two of them around you know it's, it's actually the two of them are kindled next to each other Rocky Bay Foley and Kill McDonough so it's um, it's brilliant absolutely brilliant and I'm sure when they, you know, retired from racing action, you're kind of wondering, you know, when am I going to get the the next big one? How long is it going to take? You're waiting for the right dog to come along, and you know, you didn't have to wait too long. Um, in for a penny coming along to win that big, big, big race on, on Saturday night. So that's like just fantastic as well for your training career. It keeps you really up there at the at the top of the game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Of course, look, Barry, it's it's um fantastic. You know, you're. You're always scratching your head, you know. People always say to you, "You'll, you, you'll never, you'll never get the likes of me again," you know, and, and probably won't. But look, in for a penny, pulled off a big one, so that's that's fabulous as well, you know. Absolutely fabulous, like in for a penny. He's a brilliant dog at home. He's great kenneler, you know, great galloper. He's just a clean dog in the kennel. He's just a class old lad. So hopefully, look, there's a couple more. Maybe hopefully might make the grade in, in the kennel as well, but. Look, it's it's just fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Yeah, and just looking ahead to the the year ahead now, kennel or in kennel wise, um, Karen, what what way were things at home and uh, for numbers and stuff like that? And are you happy with the the ground you have in your kennel? Yeah, very happy, Barry. You know, um, look, I suppose you couldn't. It's very hard to judge dogs at the moment. You know the way the tracks are at the moment, and no, all tracks are in great condition, but it's just they're not they're not top of the ground yet you know what I mean you have to wait for the summer months and I think a few of my dogs are summer dogs you know and you, we mightn't see the best month until they hit the summer you know um, but no have a, have a nice few dogs no Barry that I really look forward to and can't wait to get to get going with them and always open for open for a good dog ah the good dogs are all you always have uh, space for a good dog but yeah look we we cut back a small bit on numbers you know and and um, so we kind of we kind of stopped taking dogs in for schooling you know and we kind of concentrate on the racing side of it but um, no we're very lucky have great owners absolutely fantastic owners and uh, they're always willing to fork out a few quid if they have to as well yeah that's that's the job and uh, I suppose finally before we finish up um, Karen, like like every kennel around the country you, you've great helpers and, and great workers and uh, you know a fantastic group of people around you yeah I have no unfairness like as I mentioned there now but Connor Connor's a great guy and the brothers, obviously, and and my own wife Angela, and uh, my dad and my mother, they'll all they'll all dig out, you know, and own Ivers down, and uh, a few lads like that will always travel with me. And uh, JP Hennessy, I suppose, always comes for the spin. Um, might be great to hold the dog, but he'll come for a spin and keep the company. Um, but um, no, look, there there is any look. There's always there's always guys willing to give a hand, like you know, the likes of John Quinn often took dogs for me and Fintel All or any of these guys. They'll they'll always. Any owner will always, you know, do anything for you in fairness to them, and and that's the way you'd like it. You know, you look. I hate to I hate to pick up my, or have a look at your phone and see who's ringing and like, and it's it's an owner that's annoying you. That's that's not the way to do it. You know, um, I like to have a friendship with my owners, and thankfully I do.
Yeah, exactly. And look, I suppose we'll finish up. It's obviously challenging times now for, for people at the moment over the last year or so um, all over the world. But hopefully we're moving closer and closer to having crowds back at our great stadiums around, around the country. And I'm sure you're very much looking forward to that as well, Karen. Oh, can't wait, Barry. You know, but it's even, not alone that, it's just to have a conversation with a great home man again. It's, you know, it's, um, there's not too many conversations at the moment. And, and um but currently at the moment like um, everyone in fairness to them, I'm, I'm watching guys you'll be watching guys in the van or whatever but fellas are doing what they're doing is brilliant like you know it's, the dog is coming first it's not about themselves like which is we're racing the dogs which is very important like if there was no racing we'd be we'd be in fair trouble Barry you know it's like they'd be kennel bills to be paid and dogs to be fed and dogs to be galloped and um, we're very lucky we're racing. Very lucky. Yeah, we sure are. Well, look, Karen, we'll finish by once again congratulating you on a, a fabulous success in Shelburne Park on Saturday night. It was another big win for yourself and, and your kennel and all associated. And uh, we're looking forward to following your progress over the course of the year and uh, wishing you the very best of luck. Thanks very much, Barry. Thank you. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.